0: Welcome to the Unity Works Podcast, where we'll share positive insight on today's topical and sometimes controversial topics. The discussion is shaped through the lens of unity and acceptance while focusing on our community, families, and the workplace. Life works better when we come together. Here's your host, Daryl Ross.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Unity Works Podcast. So excited that you're here. I'm your host, Daryl Ross, today. We're talking about unity in the comeback. You know, I think so many of us can relate to having a comeback from a physical injury or an ailment. But what do you do when the unthinkable happens? You know, life isn't perfect, but things are going pretty well. Then all of a sudden, life just turns upside down. So bad, you have to learn to walk again. My guest, Alex Pignate, is a former New York City police officer current business owner and health advocate. He went from his beautiful life to an agonizing nightmare to the comeback, what I call beautiful life part two. And he's here to share his story. So Union Works family, please welcome Alex pinate Alex, how are you, friend? I'm doing well, Darrell. How are you, sir? Let's dig right in now. I know you are a former New York City police officer, and I've always personally known you as very fit and healthy. But back in your day, back in New York, would you have considered yourself healthy and active back then?
0: You know what? Absolutely. I've always. uh, I grew up in uh, in Rockland County, New York, where I was in high school. I was into sports. I was into wrestling. Did very well with it. I became a wrestling coach later on, and then got into law enforcement. And I cannot tell you how many, uh, being in law enforcement, how many times I've had the, uh, the, oh crap moment when you're running after someone or someone, someone's running after you. And then you, uh, you got to drive home and you're thinking about, you know, what could have happened. You're thinking about the worst case scenarios and it almost puts a spark, you know, in your mindset in the sense of, all right, I need to be on top of my game. I need to make it home. My partner needs to make it home. Whoever's around me needs to make it home. And that was just my mentality. Um, as a law enforcement officer, but yeah, in high school, being into sports and having the uh, the right mentorship, um, it really, uh, it, it helped me a lot. And I just pretty much consistently just stayed with it.
1: Yeah, that's kind of funny. I was always in sports, too. And I think you're right. After a while, it just becomes part of your lifestyle. You don't have to turn it on or off. It's just part of your day or part of your week, right? I think that's kind of how you are when you are really active and it's really part of your healthy lifestyle. So. Now we're digging in. I kind of, and I know this personally, but I want you to share with the listeners. You know, you had a tremendous accident, and just kind of describe. You know, what happened? Where were you headed? And how did the whole thing take place?
0: Ah, uh, no. uh I wish that I could tell you that I remember everything. And unfortunately, because of the accident and my injuries that I sustained, I suffer from short-term memory loss. So everything that I'm going to say right now is pretty much hearsay for me now the uh the crazy thing about that is being in law enforcement and seeing um you know how injuries like mine have taken place visually in front of me i can put myself scene. i put myself at the hospital i can see how the doctors and nurses are prepping the room for the patient coming in i see it visually mentally but at the accident I was unconscious. I was driving home uh, with my car full of my police uniform and my police equipment, and I'm driving in the slow lane talking to my sister on the phone via Bluetooth, and I believe I am in a blind spot of a vehicle in front of me to the left in the middle lane where I believe we hit, and I can't tell you exactly what happened just looking at the police report. I could. Um, dissect it, to the best of my knowledge, looking at what the officers wrote and what they stated to me. I believe there was a car in front of me. We hit, and I'm driving a brand new Jeep Wrangler, 70, 80 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour New York, uh, highway, I believe, is 60 miles an hour, so I'm maybe doing 60 to 70 miles an hour. Um, We hit, and I guess I cut the wheel to the left, and in a Jeep Wrangler, you cannot do that, especially at that high rate of speed. Um, and I flipped the vehicle four or five times. The rooftop was a soft top uh, Jeep. The rooftop comes off and I get ejected out of the vehicle along with all of my belongings. And thank God, by the grace of God, I was not run over by the car behind me or by a tractor trailer. Um, picture on the New York State tourways, if you're from the New York area or wherever you, you are from. A busiest highway in that local in, in your area. That's pretty much the roadway that I was driving on. I get ejected. Um, my, the injuries, I mean, are catastrophic, but they're all internal. Um, I get ejected and I crush my, my, the swelling of my brain, It's head trauma is what I'm dealing with. And I had to thank God traffic is stopped on the northbound direction, which when I'm traveling southbound direction is rubbernecking because they see a jeep vehicle, a flipped vehicle, along with. Um, bright lights on. And this is about 8 p.m. on November 1st of 2015. Um, so it's dark out. Uh, they see traffic. They see headlights everywhere. this body laying out in the middle of the highway. The ambulance finally gets on scene. Um, and there's a I'm walking, talking miracle. A helicopter has to pick me up on the scene because if I go into an ambulance, I die. Uh, the likelihood of me surviving is very, very low. none, so I had to get heliported. To Westchester Medical, which is a Level One Trauma Center, and I had to go undergo uh, brain trauma, uh, brain surgery. If you guys have seen uh, the shows, the TV shows, and movies with law enforcement when they get injured, and you walk into the hospital, there's nothing but police cars and police uniforms and police people—men, women, white shirts, top supervisors. That's pretty much how it was for me. All over the radio, the uh, the news channels—it was pretty insane. And again, this is all hearsay. Knowing that this was my lifestyle as being a law I've seen it. I've lived through it um, with other in, other officers getting injured and or myself. Now, so it's it's ironic and it's scary to actually try to put myself back into that setting. Um, but uh, you know, by the grace of God, I was spared. I mean, I, uh, I, I I'm blessed. Honestly, I'm really really blessed for everything that I endured. It was twelve Broken ribs Two brain surgeries, one to remove a portion of my skull uh, and they placed that portion of the skull in my abdomen area, which is insane. It's called the herraclineotomy to keep the bone alive from my from my skull, and then a week later took it out and re implanted it back into my head, and that allowed the swelling system to do and uh you know again, I'm a walking talking miracle
1: that is so amazing, and, th- and the first thing I think of with any trauma like that, other than, of course, you know, where, where you are physically is your family. You know, we know your lovely wife, Ivy, you've got three beautiful kids. Now this is 2015. So you had your two boys, was your daughter born
0: yet? My daughter was one years old, one and a half. I believe my middle one was uh, five years old and my eldest was now 13, was eight years old. So my eight-year-old I mean, these children nowadays—they're extremely smart, bright. At least mine are, and majority of the kids I know are very bright nowadays. That I mean, he endured everything.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they recall, you know, every last detail. It must have been, you know, really scary for them. What was Ivy? Has she gotten a chance to kind of share with you how how she was handling this stuff, the news this first happening to you?
0: Oh my gosh, Daryl! You know what? I suffered the uh, physical injury. Um she suffered the emotional injury. And I tell you what, that's something that I do not wish upon anyone, my worst enemy to deal with something like that. Um, and, you know, my motivation, that's who she, that's what it is. Her, her willingness to to stay by me, to, you know, however I get out of that hospital, if I survive the surgery that they did not want to do, uh, she's bringing me home. She didn't want to enter Back into our home, she ended up staying at her parents' house with the, with my kids and my pets. She didn't want. She wanted to walk back into the the house with me. Hearing that and knowing that she had to deal with walking into the the unknown, the uncertainty of is my spouse, is my husband, the father of my children, going to survive this accident?
1: You know that is so true. I don't think we realize what's really in us until we kind of have to be put in that position, you know, whether it's for your husband, for your wife, for your children, it really does matter. And, you know, you and I have talk, talked about this before. You're a very positive, upbeat guy. And one of the ways we can help, you know, our fellow colleagues and neighbors and friends is kind of sharing when times get tough. Did you ever have moments where it got kind of challenging for you, just where negativity would seep in? How did you navigate that? What was going on then?
0: That's a tough question. You know what it is? Why is that a tough question? Because who hasn't had a thought like that? I don't think, I think we all have had some kind of thought. Now, whether you take action or not, that's a whole different story. But the actual thought, it really, really boils down to your foundation. Where are you mentally? And I can honestly, honestly say, um, and I'm being very transparent and vulnerable right now is that during that time, of the accident, the uncertainty, you got to think about it. I have brain trauma. I walk, I had to learn how to a lot of things all over again. And then to, to leave the hospital, to go home and to not remember, you know, where your TV was, or that you had pets in the house and that they're barking and then you have a one-year-old and the noise, the irritation, the loud noise for the ears. And again, the brain is so sensitive. You're thinking of the worst things you're thinking of, am I, you know, One, why did I survive this accident? Those are my thoughts. How and why did I survive this accident? Because I've seen amazing, great people who have passed away. I've seen bad people who have passed away. But why was I spared? That was a a huge question for me. And then the anxiety from the injuries that I sustained and the portions of my brain that were injured. And then the aggression and the depression. So, yes, all those thoughts did come into my head. And then the amount of medication that I was taking and the dreams, nightmares, I'll call them, that I was having, that I was overdosing of taking medication and taking pills and forgetting if I did take it every day. Things like Groundhog Day, when I'm taking medication, I'm forgetting if I did take it one day or the next day. You know, all of that plays a huge role. Who isn't scared of the unknown?
1: I always kind of share that because it's not that we want to wallow in the negativity. It's that, like you said, you know what? Who hasn't gone through these thoughts? Who hasn't had the challenge? And I bring it up for that exact reason. Part of the unity in the comeback is the unity in the struggle, right? We all go through it. So then what can you do now moving forward to assist yourself? So real fast, tell us about your recovery. Like now you're doing physical therapy. I've seen some amazing pictures you posted on Facebook. And I think it's a great reminder for those of us who know you now to remember what you were going through. So do you recall some of the things you were doing for your physical therapy?
0: The entire duration of my accident, November 1st, and me walking out of the hospital with rehab was December 19th. So that was a total of 49 days of me having brain surgery, two brain surgeries, 12 broken ribs, broken clavicle, scapula, broken navicular foot, and walking out of the hospital in 49 days. The determination, everything that I had of the willingness that I that I had to get out of the hospital was the sheer sheer desire to make it home before Christmas, you know, a month later. That was my determination to get out.
1: I just love your your story and you're right. I think at some point you have to kind of click the switch that I'm ready to to move and head towards that comeback and and the shift happens. So now you are a successful business owner, you're a health advocate. And specifically, you found your way into the CBD space. So how has CBD kind of made a difference in your life?
0: So, I tried the product. I absolutely fell in love with it. And I just con- consistently stuck with it. And I, I brought my body into, I, I completely did a complete transform in my paradigm, which is the shift in my world, in my mindset, where where I was so negative to where I am so now, so positive, so motivated so inspired to help the next person um with because of these CBD products and learning the science behind it in regards to how it's helping my body what's going on with the endocannabinoid system and how the endocannabinoid system is igniting all the other systems in my body to uh you know pretty much heal itself and get into a a level of homeostasis which is a level of balance and self-healing as opposed to big pharma and taking, you know, numerous medications with numerous side effects that I did not want to do. Because again, because of the accident, having nightmares, overdosing on medication, things of that nature, that's not where I wanted to end up in the opioid crisis. I wanted to do something natural self-healing, which is what CBD has done for me. and I, I share it with the community and I share it with you and I share it with my dog and pets and it's absolutely amazing.
1: That is awesome. I'll definitely put your website in the description, believejcl.livelabsnow.com. You know, Alex always says that all CBD companies are not created equal. So do your research, but definitely check out Live Labs. And again, the website is in the description. So Alex, I know you can't speak for everyone because everyone's story is different, but what would you say to anyone out there that's struggling to make their personal comeback?
0: What would I say to someone? You know what? Doing uh, the most what we all tend to do, and I'm very guilty of it, or I was very guilty of it, is overthinking, overthinking everything. What was done has led you to where you are right now, right? So whatever it is that you're seeking, whatever desires you have, uh, you know, whatever goals you may set for yourself, and you need to plan it out, and you need to get to work, and that is where the lead into play an acronym for the word believed beyond everyone's limitations is empowerment vitality exuberance so we have life we have the strength to move forward we need to just have the belief within ourselves that regardless of whatever situation we are dealing with whether it be drugs whether it be moral, whether it be financial whether it be your job whether it be a supervisor whatever negative uh, negativity you're dealing with someone has dealt with it as well so seek and you shall find right we you know that saying and honestly, it's really having an open mind, paying attention to all the good that is around you. If you walk into a store and someone holds the door for you, that's a good. As little as that is, that's a good. That's something that's good. That's for you. Or you are walking into a store and you open the door for someone behind you to let them walk in, these are all positive things that you need to be aware of or be cognizant of. And then you'll be surprised on how the next thing you encounter can be good. So look for the good in everything. And you're
1: not alone. Hey, Alex, I really appreciate you, man. This is so much good stuff for everyone to be listening out there. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. I want to thank Alex Pinate for his story and encouragement. For more information on Alex's company, Live Labs, I put his website information in the description. It's believejcl.livelabsnow.com. It's in the description. So, you know what? As Alex said, coming back from an accident or a surgery, physical ailment is definitely challenging. And it's your own journey that may seem lonely, but you know, Alex kind of proved you don't first have to walk it alone and you got to persevere and just know mentally believe and make sure you keep going step by step each day. Just please hit subscribe and share with a friend. Life works better when we come together. Talk to you all next week.